Welcome back to another episode of JVC Sports. I'm here with my two co-hosts, Bryce and Cody, and I'm your main co-host, Josh. What's up, fellas? Well, we're not the main guys either. No, you guys are man. I just, I just love saying man. We're back. There's a little, the courses, uh, man. little break. Josh yeah. We'll get into that. We uh, missed a week. Nobody knew. I don't know if, I don't know if anyone actually <laughs> noticed because, well, I mean, we're not the most popular podcast yet. But either way, we uh, missed a week, and it wasn't like a super important week to do a podcast. We had to come on and make sure we did one this week for the Super Bowl, but we had some COVID issues, so hey, we're here. We were going to try to do a phone pod last week, and it kind of fell through, so here we are. <laughs> because, I, because I fell asleep. <laughs> Cody uh, didn't wake up in time, but hey, whatever. Yeah, whatever. It happens. Glad to be back, though. Yeah. We... uh. Brought a guest on. Our first guest ever on this podcast. He gets all perky. <laughs> it's the one and only Tyler Ball, my brother. Hey, guys. <laughs> Tell us a little bit about yourself. <laughs> I feel like I'm in school. I put here. you on the spot. Yeah. yeah. What's it? What's that called? The first day uh, of school? The manifestation or whatever? Like when Icebreakers and stuff. Yeah, icebreakers. Like two truths and a lie. Yeah. <laughs> so stupid. We won't make you do that. No Bryce, do you wants. do that for your kids? No. It's syllabus week. We'll let you, we'll let so you, off, the, we'll let you off the hook. <laughs> Anyways, um, so last week, yeah, there you go. Last week, um, we were gonna review the conference championships, but since we didn't have a pod, we didn't review them. Obviously, so we're gonna start with that. Um, obviously, you know Bryce and Cody are Packer fans, so we'll let those two <clears> kind of <throat> take the reins here. This could be a while. <laughs> Yeah, let's not let's not go too long on this. It could be it's in the past. What do you guys What do you guys' thoughts? We'll start with the. Should we start with the Packers? Or should we go to the AFC first? No, we'll start with the. Packers. Okay, we'll start with the Packers. Go ahead, Cody. Start it off. I got a lot boiling up. Oh God, I had I had all those thoughts boiled up last week. I just kind of got over it. It's whatever now. Um. Yeah, it's probably a good thing we didn't have the review last week. It's a mix of like everything throughout the game. It just wasn't, um, going for the field goal instead of. Uh, going forward on fourth down there's a whole bunch of shit leading up to that point and then even after that point refs not calling shit all game and then all of a sudden yeah they want to pull that or he they want, they want they want yeah they want yeah they want to flag that but yet they don't want to flag the offensive holding on end i mean both same let's be, play let's be honest yeah. both teams are doing it the whole game they didn't call it at all and then they decided to call it in like the most crucial situation which it gets amplified right there. Obviously, there's a lot of stuff leading up to it that changes the outcome of the game too. But most people look back on that one play changing the game. Uh, Lafleur and Rogers should have been on the same page that like final drive too, instead of Rogers getting pissed that we went for a field goal or whatever. But it's whatever, I guess. <laughs> right? I can't. I can't blame Lafleur. He's been solid for us. Yeah. Um. I. I did. I definitely. I can't fault him because I understand where he's coming from. But at the same time, honestly, like, I think it's more, I, I don't want to say Rogers it's on didn't Rogers, look good all game. Well, I don't want to say it's on Rogers, but like, he's a top quarterback in the league. Like you have to take control and like basically stay on the field. Just tell LaFleur like, no, we're not kicking a field goal here. Like we're going for this third like, down. He should have ran it right. in there. I mean, tried to, they threw the ball with the, they threw the ball three downs, right? Yeah. Yeah. So like in that situation, you're thinking that they're probably going for it on fourth down. If they would have yeah. ran the ball a couple of times, maybe they would have conservatively kicked the field goal, but they threw it all all three downs. Mm-hmm. Like in that situation, you almost thought that they were gonna go for it. Get Jamal Williams out of there, put in AJ Dillon. Yeah. 
Yeah, they could have got closer for sure if they would have just ran the ball a couple times on first, second, or third down. Yeah, that that third play, I think Rogers should have ran it in or at least tried to he could, he put, put your body on the line. I get you're 37 years old, but like, dude, we're trying to go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. So, but <clears throat> all right, let's hear what Bryce has to say. Well, the way that game started, I was thinking, uh oh, here's week whatever five again because Tampa Bay goes down, scores right away. Mm-hmm. They struggled on the first possession. They luckily got a stop. Then they were backed up in their territory, and then. They ended up getting a drive going after a terrible defensive play. I think he threw it to Lazard there for a first down. I'm like, okay, here we go, get it going. And then, right before the end of the half, oh, Kevin, 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 <laughs> what are you doing? Okay, yes, a lot of it's on him, but also the defensive call. What yeah. are you thinking going one-on-one with Scotty Miller, who is a very fast wide receiver. Not a lot of people know that. Fastest, play, fastest player in the field. Why was yeah. Kevin King playing off? I don't know. You should be dropping back. Even if you right allow on. them to get 10, 15 yards and have a chance to get out of bounds, like that's yeah. still a long field goal in cold weather. Yeah. Like you can't let the guy get behind you in that situation. But, yes, uh, guest. <laughs> Did you see the what Scotty Miller said about Tyreek or racing Tyreek? Mm-hmm. No, I didn't that actually. He could beat him? No, yeah. no chance. Like there's we no should have we should have it before the game. Like they should set up cones and have someone time them. They should, or not even sure. time them, just have them race. Yep. But after after that uh, touchdown, I'm like, okay, it's still in reach. And then that fumble to start the second half, I was like, it just big, set him back. Rogers Rogers missed a few open receivers too. He like did. he wasn't even looking at him, which yeah. is like, dude. Then. You got to put a lot of the blame on Rodgers, too. Your defense, you've been yelling at him, get a stop for me, get a stop for me. You get three straight stops, and you got zero points out. Yep. Yeah. That's. It was tough. It, it, it's a mix of both. Yeah. Both their faults. Bad, bad call. I mean, you literally have the MVP of the league this year. Yeah. You have to go for it. Right. That's what I think. You really, like, I could kind of see that, yeah, okay, that's the statisticians and everybody else, the analytics say, you got to kick the field goal. No, no, not when you have the, the best quarterback of the league that year. So, I mean, no. like the Packers defense, like they weren't getting a stop on the Bucks no. throughout that whole game for the most part. I mean, they did get some stops, but mm-hmm. you're going to give the ball back to Tom Brady and possibly never get it back. Yeah, you you have to go for it there. Even if you don't get it, it's basically you're still in the same situation. You still need a touchdown. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, you need the two then. If you rather than kicking the field goal and giving them the ball, but they're backed up then. All you need is the one stop that you're hoping to get when you kick the ball to them after the field goal anyway. So why not just go for the touchdown? And if you get it, then you have you're right in the game. Like I don't know why people are so pissed off that we went for a field goal instead of going for it on fourth down when we did have three straight stops and zero points. Yeah. I'm pissed about that. But two of them, two of the interceptions that Brady threw were like punts. So I mean, yeah. it's not like they were really set up yeah. in like good yeah. field position, but. At the same time, yeah, I know what you that mean. That was like a difference, should, too. They at like, least Tampa, have to get a first down. Tampa they didn't had get a good first field down. position. Tampa had field, good field position yeah. all day, too. Yeah, they, Green de- Bay didn't. They definitely didn't. Yeah. They didn't do anything with those turnovers, which definitely hurt because, I mean, Tampa got set up twice, right? I mean, mm-hmm. the interception and the fumble by Jones, the like, they were set up twice. Sh- yeah, mm-hmm. The two struggles mm-hmm. the Packers have had all year showed up. Special teams, they'd have good field position the whole time. And your secondary, yeah. Kevin King. <sighs> We'll have, well, more, we'll have more Packers talk down yeah. the road. Yeah, Kevin King, so. you just saw your last game in a green and <laughs> gold uniform, you piece of shit. All right, let's let's uh, let's move to the AFC. Uh, Bills and Chiefs. Actually, that's the final score of that game was 31-26. I don't know if we mentioned it, but I mean, it was a battle. It was a battle between two goats. But um, the other side, the Bills and Chiefs. Chiefs won 38-24. What are you guys' thoughts? At first, before I passed out, uh, Buffalo was up, what, 9 nothing. Mm, yeah. Yeah. 
I was, I was like, oh, okay. This I, is gonna be but it was fluky because McCole mm-hmm. Hardman muffed the punt. Yeah, but. I'm going to leave this a lot on Josh here because I, I was actually driving on my way back home. And oh, I yeah, didn't watch right. much of it. so I think I passed yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, obviously it was two weeks ago, so, like, we're not, like, the recent, the recent like, thoughts about it. I mean, it's already passed. Like, mo- most people that are listening to sports podcasts have already heard a lot about the game and recap. But, I mean, the Chiefs look dominant. Like, the Bills' defense, I mean, they're not great, but they're a solid, they're a solid unit. And the Chiefs still dropped 38 on him, and Mahomes looked fine. His toe really didn't look like it was bothering him. No Kobe Bryant. Like, the head and neck, whatever was going on there, he never really got hit. Although, they did run a couple of those stupid QB keeper things with him, and, like, that, Andy Reid is going to get himself in trouble if he does that and Devin White tees off this week. <laughs> like, that could get frisky. I don't know. I, I don't like those calls, having Mahomes, mm-hmm. you know, run around mm-hmm. the edge, especially a tweaked neck already like you don't, you don't want your, that you don't put your franchise quarterback at risk well at and you're trying to win it this year too so it's like i mean that's that's a big part that's, of winning it yeah, i mean henny obviously looked good when he came in but it's but chad it's chad henny like it's goddamn so. chad henny it's not patrick mahomes it's not the same person uh tyler you have any thoughts on that afc game Honestly, all I've been thinking about is how great it's going to be to see Bruce Arians and Andy Reid. <laughs> I cannot wait for that situation. Like it, could, it could have been, it could have been Matt Lafleur and Sean McDermott, two two pretty slim looking yeah, young guys, good looking fellas. And now we get the hot dog lovers. <laughs> oh, awesome. I think I think we're set up for a pretty solid Super Bowl. I'm pretty excited to watch this. So, well, no, I think I saw the Chiefs. I'm not surprised at all. Is it? No, I I definitely. I mean, I, I, what did I say? Oh, go ahead, sorry. <laughs> Keep going. I asked. I asked you. I don't so. really have much. I, mean, I just. I don't know. It's hard to bet against Mahomes. Yeah. And like. For sure. I get it. Josh Allen's top five, top three, maybe even. Yeah, he's he played like it this year for sure. I don't know. I. I it's not with the Chiefs. They just have. They just have too many weapons, man. It's uh the Bills. Yeah, you have Josh Allen, but if we look at them, um, they just don't have the weapons that Chiefs yeah. had. I mean, Diggs, yeah. Diggs had, he had a Diggs was game. basically like, I mean, him and Devonta Adams were two. like the same exact, like Adams had more touchdowns, Diggs had more catches and yards. They like were top two. They were literally the best. So, I mean, Diggs had an outstanding year this year. Like, I mean, he does have weapons, but to the extent that the Chiefs do, yeah. no. He might be the most passionate player in the NFL. For sure. Yeah, I love the game. the game. I mean, I after the game. the game, he was literally on the field, like looking at the yeah. celebration, like crying. I mean, me, like, and, me and Tyler, like, I mean, I'm, I'm a Vikings fan, and he's my brother, and we're, we're, we're Vikings fans. So, I mean, we know all about the Diggs everything situation there in Minnesota. Passionate as hell. Loves football, loves winning. He leaves it all on the field, and you could see it. He was the last player on the field. He literally watched the whole Chiefs celebration. Just the to guy know. He just loves pigskin. <laughs> Honestly, though. <laughs> Um, should we, uh, well, hang on here. I, I wanted to mention something. Um, when we give our, didn't we give our predictions a couple weeks ago about what those games were going to be like? And I said yes. the wheels were going to come off the bus for the Bills. And they did. The Bills, uh, like, there was, the bus go brown engine, brown <laughs> there was a, I think the Chiefs kicked a field goal late and the Bills scored a touchdown late, which made it, it was 35 17 before that. And I said that it was going to be 31 to 10. I was pretty damn close without those la- that last field goal and the touchdown. I mean, 38-24 is still kind of a blowout. And you guys called me crazy, and I had a lot of hate coming from a lot of people during that. But, hey, Chiefs are the Chiefs, man. Like, they're they're a wrecking ball. Hey, they were who we thought they were. Honestly, we let them off the hook. So. Now, if you want to crown them, they crown their asses. <laughs> I think it was just because the Bills, like, every, I think everyone was rooting for the Bills. Like, if your team wasn't in the playoffs, you were rooting yeah. for the Bills. Well, just obviously, like, you want to see the upset, yeah. Yeah, like. 
I was just, I guess I was just trying to be like real about it. And I mean, the bills, they were, they were good. We, we already know this. And Josh Allen, like you said, top three, top five, for sure. Like they had the weapons to compete or like put up points with them, but they just couldn't get it done in the end. It uh, sounds like I was reading into it a little bit. I think it was like later last week. The Packers said they are going to be going all in to win now. So we might be seeing some free agent signings there for Aaron Rodgers. Finally, I'd hope. Yeah. They know he's not going to live forever. He is not Father Time. No. I think we're going to dig into our. <clears throat> I think we're going to dig into our cap in the next uh, couple of years coming up too. We sign players. Yeah. You got to get back Jair. You got to get back Devonte. We'll talk about it later. See, speaking of acquisitions, um, big trade. Oh, Matt Stafford and Jared Goff. I mean, there are some picks in there too, but overall. That was the gist of the trade. I like the trade for the Lions. Do you? I think Goff is going to be like, what's a little... Now he's not going to be as good as Stafford was there, but I like them down the road because they're going to get some picks here. I have seen that they're trying... Like, a lot of Lions fans and, like, reporters and stuff that I've seen talk about this think that Goff is going to be traded, too. Like, they're going to so? use it for, like, something else. Yeah. But I don't know. I, I like it for the Rams. I mean... Think, right about now, who, yes. think about who Stafford's had in, in Detroit. Like Stafford's actually put up like a good amount of a good amount of like stat wise. You know what I mean? So I mean you put him with McVeigh. I mean, how how do you how do you argue that? Like Stafford probably gonna go off next year. Like he has he has great weapons. I mean, yeah, you had Kenny Galladay, but I mean you you have Cooper Cup and Robert Woods now and Sean McVeigh. Who arguably has one of the hottest girlfriends in the league? Fiance. Did you see that thing where uh, Goff, Goff said, said he, about it? Yeah, he's in our group message and said saying that he hit it from behind. Okay. Like, oh, here we go. But uh, do you know where uh, <clears throat> McVeigh was in Cabo when the deal went down? Do you know where Stafford was? No. Cabo. Oh boy. They literally talked about it on vacation. Oh man. Stafford called the Lions Saturday. McVeigh called the Rams Saturday, and they got a deal done. Illusion. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. It's the NFL. It's the highest level. They're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> Those callers. Dude. I just thought that was like very interesting. It's like, oh, McVeigh was in Cabo on vacation with his fiance. Stafford was there with his wife too. That's interesting. Yep. I didn't know that. But uh, other news, Deshaun Watson officially the demanding a trade. trade. I love my I love that. <laughs> so, what in the- uh, we had another little special guest come into our podcast studio real quick, but that's besides the point. So, what are you guys' thoughts on Deshaun Watson? Who wants to go first? At first, I thought he was going to get traded, but I don't think he is. I don't see. That was my idea too, because we had talked about this. I think it was off the pod. Like it was all. I thought it was agent talk. Like mm-hmm. the agent just kind of stirring the pot and seeing like what was out there, maybe, and like getting like in the headlines. But now that it's like officially demanding a trade, like I, I don't know, like it's starting to get fishy. Like, is it all, all the happen? veterans on the team want him, want him out too because he yeah. deserves better? Right. I mean, dude, he but. he hasn't had. I mean, their defense was good his first couple of years, and now it's just fell off the map. And he doesn't. They keep getting rid of weapons. Like you get rid of Cooks, you get rid of DeAndre Hopkins. Like you bring in David Johnson. I mean, dude, like how are you gonna give that guy? You gotta give that guy weapons. I think it's foolish not to trade him, 
because I mean, all the picks you can get for him, right. that'd be I mean, nice to jumpstart a rebuild. Super valuable to trade yeah. a guy like that, but yeah, you're gonna hurt in the short term. And for I'm sure. sick and tired of people saying Miami go get him. You're really gonna give up on Tua? I, yeah, and I think it's too early. In and out, in and out, dude. Give him one more year to prove himself. It's hard for year. like, I mean, we don't know. None of us know personally, but just like analyzing it from like our perspective, it's hard for a quarterback like Tua. A young guy like that to build. Con- I mean, he's he's a super confident guy, and he's very like he's not a guy that has like a big ego to like need to start or whatever. But how do you get going when you're like in and out? Like Fitzpatrick starting this game, you play two quarters. Fitzpatrick comes in if you start to do bad. Like you're not building a guy's confidence that no. way. Like Tua still needs some time. Like people are giving up way too early on Tua. See what Brett huh? Favre said about it. No, so go ahead. Brett Favre basically told him, "Kid." Just shut your mouth and put some rancors on. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. He told Watson that? Well, it was like he was on a podcast and he basically told him, we have too much, what did they say? We get paid too much to complain or basically yeah. something along those lines. But they do still have a say. I mean, they do yeah, work hard yeah. for that money. Obviously, like, we look at it and it's it's a crazy amount of money that they're all getting paid. But a lot of them went through a lot of different shit to get to the point that they are right now. So, I mean, they've worked their ass off for the most part to get there. I mean, yeah, a lot of it's God-given talent, but they got to finesse that shit. What know? happened in the, what, 150 days since Watson signed his deal, though, or his extension? Other than them this, or other than them sucking this year? Like, what else happened? Why does he want out now? You shouldn't, you shouldn't have signed that just, extension. Yeah, I don't know. Because, <clears> like, I mean, then they got rid of Bill O'Brien. That was a big problem. So, it's like, yeah. I mean, honestly, like, things... We're looking up, so like it was weird at the timing. I I see what you're saying with the yeah. timing of it. Yeah, like why sign it then if you're just gonna bitch out now? I guess Tyler. I think I think Deshaun Watson and JJ Watt should be like a package deal. I do think that's bad for him. Yeah, too. JJ like, Watt. He's he's been there for so long. Like he deserves this. I agree. A, lot a of decent Packers. shot of a Super Bowl, maybe. I'm with that. I, I saw a tweet. A lot I was of like, Packers fans want JJ Watt. Get out of here with that shit. Don't need him. Don't need him. Not worth it. Cheap. If we can cheap, yeah. Oh, my God. But uh, I saw a tweet saying the Lions did that for Stafford, like mutually parting ways or whatever. How come they couldn't do that for Barry Sanders and Calvin? Honestly. Yeah, they basically threw them out there. And everybody, everybody hating on Stafford, like, stop it. Just stop. Yeah. He's had no team whatsoever. Yeah, he had Calvin, but, like, having the best wide receiver in the game at the time is not going to get you very far. You have to have a defense. You have to say that now. You have to have a defense. No, your defense has been like terrible to eh over the past years. But stop, stop hating on Stafford. You don't go too far with a bad defense. Like look at every team in the playoffs, pretty much. Besides, like they thought Seahawks. Like yeah. Honestly, they've defense is coming around. Yeah, yeah. like yeah. every team is either they, average or like they honestly average above average or great in the playoffs. Yeah, they thought that Okuda was going to fix all their problems, yeah. and you honestly they haven't had, had a much. running back since Barry Sanders. <laughs> they haven't had a wide receiver. Well, Kenny G now, but since Calvin, Injured. but he's been hurt. He was yeah. hurt all year. Yeah. so I mean, yeah, like, they've never had a good offensive line. It like I said, like the best their defense got was just it. Eh. That's it. Yeah. All right. So before we move into the Super Bowl um, preview. We'll recap our final beat the pro playoff edition. Before we get into that, can I say one more thing on the Lions? Sure. Dan Campbell is a three-headed monster. We're gonna bite your kneecap off, and then you're gonna hit us down again. And then on our way up, we're gonna take another one out of you. And then we're gonna take a chunk. Danny Campbell fucks. <laughs> yeah, he's a he's a little ankle biter. He's a Not an ankle biter, but he's, he's yeah he he's gonna. 
That's going to be a weird I think he's just going to be a tough coach. I don't yeah. know how well of a coach. I don't know tough. either. But Go ahead, sorry. All right, That's so we, we're not going to do a Beat the Pro this week because it's one game. It's a Super Bowl. We're not going to – I mean, we'll still give our prediction and whatnot, but we're not going to actually have it as an official, like, Beat the Pro type deal. Um, dating back two weeks ago to the conference championship, uh, Bryce and I both went 1-0, and and Cody went 0-1. So our final playoff records – Bryce finished two and one, and Cody and I were one and two. So, I mean, three weeks we each had to play each week. I mean, you can't. I mean, if we would have went three and all, yeah, that would have been outstanding. Yeah. But overall, I mean, you can't really expect that much. Like we gave our our, our thoughts and whatnot. So I squeaked that Green Bay under by one point. I had it at fifty eight. I ended up at fifty seven. Yep. So, all right, let's uh, let's do a little Super Bowl preview. You want to bring out the Swami for this or no? Yeah, Swami's right, back. He was, he was, uh, he's, he's been busy, but he's back. <laughs> All right. So thoughts, opening thoughts. I can't wait. That's all I got to say. Is, Basically uh, the two, I mean the, the, I guess you want to call it like the actual goat and then people are calling the, mini goat, the baby goat. The baby goat. Yeah, that's what I was going to oh, say. Oh, sorry. Sorry, guest. <laughs> goat bugs. A lot of goat bugs. You got a, you got a cool little, uh, statistic for us. Mm. Yeah, let's hear it, dog. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So the past four Madden covers, all every player on the cover will be in the Super Bowl this year. Gronk was on Madden 17, 18 was Brady, 19 was Antonio Brown, and 20 was Mahomes. It's pretty interesting. Another cool stat? What are you looking at? Are you looking at 18, Brady? No, last year, Brown. Last year, Brown? 19, yeah. 19? 20 was The yellow cover? 20 was Mahomes, yeah. Who's Super Bowl last year? I totally forgot. Last year? Last yeah. year was Chiefs. Niners. Chiefs yeah. They don't do that that though. Well. Antonio Brown. Oh, okay, never mind. Anyway. <laughs> so I <laughs> thought he was in the Super Bowl <laughs> last year. Oh, say. Brain fart. No, no, no. This year. Oh, like, yeah. everyone's, everyone in the past, the past four years. That's a dumb stat. I like it. We're, we're rolling with this. It's <laughs> the first guest episode. I was trying, <laughs> yeah. just trying to make a, a cool good stat. impression. I got, I got a cool little one for you. I mean, it's not. I mean, it's whatever. But <clears throat> how about the Steelers? Le'Veon Bell. Playing for a title? Antonio Brown playing for a title. Big Ben. I got, I got a better one for you. Rashawn McCoy. Fair enough. We Chiefs like last year, Bucks this year. Yeah, that could be interesting. If he wins it this year with the Bucks, wherever Rashawn McCoy next year, goes next year, if he plays next year. Packers, you better pick He's probably going to get a healthy scratch again this week. <laughs> healthy <laughs> scratch on, last year, healthy scratch this team. year. Honestly, he has been on every yeah. team. But. All right, Swam, let's, uh, let's get it done. Well... This was tough for Schwab. Mahomes and Brady, it's tough to pick against either of them. Honestly. It's a good game. It's going to be a good game. But I think Tom Brady pulls it off somehow. I just, I love Tom Brady. He squeaks it out 30 to 27. I like it. Ryan Suckup kicks a game winner with 12 seconds left. All right. 39 yards. 12 seconds. 39 yards. All I've I've got to say is. Double doinkin. I hope our guest. Is picking opposite because I have the Buccaneers as well, and I know Cody already has the Buccaneers. So our guest might be the only one on the Chiefs, which is crazy to bet against Mahomes. But you don't want to bet against Brady in this in this game, especially. He has six titles, six. Ought to be seven, technically. Yeah, they're oh at home. Goodness, man. State your case. Th- honestly, this is the first first Super Bowl ever. The Vikings, our Vikings, had a chance. What two years ago? Three years ago? The Minnesota Miracle, Miracle Year, and the Eagles ended that hope. But they had a chance to play in their home stadium for the Super Bowl for the first time. 
Buccaneers are doing it. First team ever. And they're going to lose. What's, what's, what's the narrative for the Chiefs, though? Other than back-to-back. They're just... Yeah, I think and they're Mahomes just a being the next I'm not a narrative guy. That's yeah, the that's, I, I was going to say, that's that's the narrative. Him, him I, not being a narrative guy. <laughs> I, I just, I don't see it happening. Like, the Chief, yeah, they had a, not a fluke-ish kind of year, but they didn't they didn't have the year they did last year. Like, they lost against the Raiders. They had a couple close games that we do could have lost. And Lots of close games. They didn't cover the spread for but eight like, straight weeks. If you look at Tampa, like, they've had some very fluky games, too. Like, they lost to the Bears. They lost to... They've got lucky all year. <laughs> they, yeah, they had the some. The Bucks are hot right now. Yeah, they're hot. So are the Chiefs. Arguably the hottest team in the NFL. The Chiefs came into last week's game or two weeks ago's game against the Bills as probably one of the like they weren't that hot. I mean, they won all the games, but every game was under six points. Was it six points? Five points? Six or less. They didn't cover the spread for eight straight weeks, which is crazy. That's like unheard of, especially for a team of that caliber. So, I don't know. I mean. It, like we said, it's hard to go against Mahomes. That offense is crazy good, but it's Brady, and that defense actually looks good right now. And they've played before, like they played this year. And yeah, it was a close game. Chiefs probably should have. It should have been a blowout for the Chiefs. Bucks made it interesting late, but I don't think Bulls gonna make the same mistake no. in putting Davis one on one with Hill. He's gonna have a safety so over there, and he's gonna put Jamel Dean on him. Yeah, I did <clears> see <throat> Dean's gonna be lined up outside, and they're gonna have. Um, Shit, why can't I? Why am I drawing a blank right now? Murphy Bunker. Yeah, Murphy Bunker. I wanted to say, for some reason, I wanted to say the guy who was saying Shauncey because they both have the three names. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah. Um, no, I do. I think it's going to be a close game. I think it's going to be high scoring. And I think I'm so. Take Chiefs by 233 31. Ooh, that's a Swami score right there. Yeah, 33. Much, uh, I, I stayed away from the Swami score. <laughs> I, I, I don't know why. But I do. Th- that's one thing I think we can all year. agree on, though. Like, what was your score? 30, 30 to 27. Right. And yours, 33-31. I just over because it, it's 56 and a half. I was going to say, I do think it's going to be a high-scoring game. But usually, a big game like this, Vegas is sharp. Let's be honest. Line, odds makers, super sharp. They're not moving. That yet. total is going to be right on. I, I am willing to bet that that total, it will land very near what it is right now. But I could I see it being really high. I I could see it being in the sixties or seventies too. But it's hard to do that in a big nationally watched game like this when usually Vegas is super sharp with their numbers when they come out like that. So, um, my prediction I'm gonna go. It's gonna be a frisky one. So we're gonna talk about Super Bowl props right after this. I'm gonna use one as my prediction for the score. I'm gonna say Bucks win thirty five thirty four. And you know why? Because Harrison Butker is hitting the extra point. He's gonna doink one off the extra off the off the field goal post. He's doinking one. What? Yep, 35-34. It might not be the last one, but he's gonna doink one at some point, and they're gonna they're gonna need they're gonna need it. That I should have thought about this earlier because I, I like a prop. I like the Mahomes passing yards under under three twenty five. But I, I like the Bucks to win. Uh, let's go 38 28. Wow, by 10. Wow, by 10. Wow. That's frisky. Yeah, no. that might be more bold than my Chiefs against the Bills a couple weeks Mah- ago. Mahomes, <laughs> Mahomes passed over like 325 yards, like only like 40% this year, though. Yeah, it, which is it surprising. wasn't a high clip. Yeah. So, I mean, I know he, he could have threw for 500 yards against them last time they played. Yeah. 
if Watkins did drop that 85-yard touchdown, but... Clyde is bad. I mean, the Bucks' run defense is solid, though. Yeah, don't but expect, Clyde is bad. Don't expect Tyreek Hill to have a big game either because they're going to be zoning in on him. Yeah. I guarantee you that. Yeah. So, all right. Uh, should we do some Super Bowl props? I have I have a a semi large list of Super Bowl props. Now, this is what a lot of people like in the sports betting space live for: Super Bowl props. Because there's exotics and there's tons of different ways that you can bet stuff. So I'm just gonna kind of read through these. Bear with me because it's kind of a long list, but um, let's start it off with basically, well, actually the national anthem would probably be first, huh? Yes. So we'll Usually go to, happens before the game, yeah. Well, the coin toss, like I'm, which one comes first, coin toss or national anthem? It's usually the national anthem. I think halftime show. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> anyway, um, length of the national anthem. Over or under two minutes. The over is plus 110. The under is minus 150. What was it last year? Was it just one fifty? It was 156. And there was a lot of controversy because... Who sang it last year? Do you remember? Was it a girl? It was a lady, wasn't it? Yeah. No, it was... It was, uh, it was two... It wasn't like two like twins. Like. No, 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 no. It was, it was just one person last year. Sure? I think mm-hmm. so, yeah. But she she held that last brave and she said it like three times. So there was a lot of controversy and whether it should have ended after the first brave. Wasn't that a prop too? It, how many braves they'll yeah, say? Yeah. I think there's one this year now because <laughs> so of last stupid. year. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, will either artist singing the national anthem, which it, what, what were the two people? Do you remember the Eric church? Was one Jasmine, of is it Jasmine Schultz? Was that her name? Something like that. Yeah. And Eric church. I will, think it worked out. Uh, no, I looked it up before, but I didn't write it down. <laughs> you want to know who they were, so I thought you wrote it down. I thought I could remember. Jeez. Either way, everyone already knows, probably. But, um, will either artist omit a word? Yes is plus $12. So if you think they're going to mess up a word, it's a decent price to bet. But no is uh, minus 5000 so not really much value there. Um, will any scoring drive be less time, take less time than the National Anthem? Yes or no? The yes is minus three fifty. The no is plus two twenty five. I I don't know. I mean, Cody thinks the anthem's gonna go under. So let's say the anthem is like a minute fifty five. Do we think that the Chiefs or Bucks can score in a minute fifty five? Yes, I do. I think they can, but I don't think it's gonna happen. I think it's gonna happen. But it's that's be a Tyree kill eighty. But the thing show. is, the yes is juice minus three fifty. So there's not really like crazy good odds to bet the yes. So like, you can play with fire betting the no right there and get a decent price. Yeah. But can uh, I explain my reasoning for why I think the anthem is going to go under two minutes? Sure. That chick back in 2016 sang the national anthem for some event. Yep. She clocked in in a minute 38. So she likes to cruise. Very low. Yes. And then Eric Church, a long time ago, said he was never going to sing the national anthem because of like, some vocal reason or whatever. He just gets too big. I don't think he was. Wa- <laughs> I mean, if he said that long ago, I don't think he wants to sing it. So I think he's going to want to get it. Done quick as possible. And so, screw up a word. He I, could. He could. That's for it. I mean, you just I like made that. a good point. Twelve yeah. to one to bet <clears throat> that he's gonna that any of them are gonna screw up a word. So I think that's why it's gonna go under two minutes. I mean, I can see them holding verses or for sure uh, words, but yeah, usually a collaboration when you have two people, it tends to be a little bit longer because you have to kind of go with each other a little bit yeah. so like there might be like a pause here and there or something or like depending on how they determine how they want to isn't there together. usually somebody who leaks that like a couple days before the game usually but i i don't know they, they leak the practice times or whatever yeah it yeah. happened last year yeah 
I think it's going to be an over. I think it's going to be 205. Ooh, I like it. Dot. All right. So let's uh, the coin toss. One of the biggest ones that people like to bet. Same price on both sides. Actually, very good price. I mean, very good price. You could literally, it's almost, it's almost dead even on both sides. But obviously, they have to juice it to make a little bit of money. Minus 103 for heads. Minus 103 for tails. Tails never fails, but it seems like the heads. Super Bowl. Oh, I was going to say the Super Bowl coin flips. A lot of times are heads. It's been heads a lot, so that's not a bad one. Fun fact: There's been two instances where the the coin was uh, sideways. That could get interesting. It was during soccer sticking match. up it was, in the turf. Yeah, sticking up. It was soccer oh, matches. It was in two soccer matches that happened. Crazy. Yeah, not the Super Bowl though. We're not we're not talking about that. <laughs> it could happen though. It I mean, could happen. I, I'd laugh if it actually happened and we mentioned it. They so. talked about that on Visa, and Paul Paul losing his mind. He's like, "It happened twice. How? Oh yeah. All right." Jersey number of the first touchdown over twenty four and a half. Under twenty four and a half. I seen some places it was. It's probably a lot different. It's probably different. Yeah, it's probably just juice different. But the places I got these from, I kind of went all over the place, so it's not even specifically from one book. So I'm not even going to mention any. But uh, I like the over. The one that I have is twenty four and a half minus one twenty one for the over. The under is minus one hundred three. So the over is the favorite. Twenty four and a half. I mean. Tyreek Hill scores the first touchdown. You're cocked. This is a prop to wait until the game starts to see who gets the ball first. Honestly, because, well, I don't know. If you're going to bet props, wait. What, you thinking Kelsey, you mean? Yeah. Because the Bucks have Godwin and Evans 13, and 14. Miller yeah. all under. Yeah. And, well, Ronald Jones is 27, so, I mean, that's slightly over. What's Fournette, 28? Yeah. So, I mean, if yeah. they score on the ground, yeah, I'd go over. But, like. The Chiefs, yeah, Kelsey's probably Kelsey's. I think is the favorite to score the first touchdown. So yeah, that's why the over is the favorite because over twenty four and yeah. a half for eighty seven. That prop shouldn't move, shouldn't move until. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting Whoever to see. The ball first, I mean, yeah. I I think that one will probably be off the board before you figure out who's going to get the ball. Maybe I don't know. Hopefully, if, you, if you're, that, if you're diligent and can like yeah. get it in quick, I mean maybe. Um, Fat Man TV. Offensive lineman to score a touchdown. Yes is plus 2,000. No is minus 10,000. So if you think an offensive lineman is going to score a touchdown, it's plus 2,000. Yeah, it's a no. Well, 20 to 1. If it is, yes, it's definitely going to be the Chiefs because that's Could be. how, they, how they roll. Another one, offense or defensive lineman. So this could get frisky because, say, JPP or, you know, Frank Clark or something on the D-line snags a fumble, returns that baby to the house. Offense or defensive lineman to score a touchdown. Yes is plus eight hundred. The no is minus two thousand. Never know. I mean, they might. They might. And here's my one that I uh, predicted for the game outcome: the doink, field goal, or extra point to hit the crossbar. Yes is plus three seventy five. No is minus five ninety. There's been a lot of field goals and extra points hitting the uprights recently. Mm-hmm. And, and Harry Butt, dude. Dude, he could. I mean, maybe it's not an extra point like I predicted, but hey, a long field goal, a little drift. Tom Brady blows from the sideline real quick. What Never the last names of the two kickers though, Butker and Suckup. What is that? <laughs> Suck butt, bro. Sounds like a candy bar. That's not a candy bar I want. Will a maybe coach's challenge be overturned? Yes is plus one hundred five, and no is minus one forty three. That that one to me, when I was doing all these props, that one seemed like the most value, even though it's only plus one hundred five. 
a coach's challenge being overturned. Obviously, you have to have a situation where a coach challenges a play. But most of the time when a coach challenges, there's a good chance it's going to get overturned. Like, I think betting the yes on that is actually a solid price. Probably, yeah. At plus 105, like, that's not the favorite right now. I mean, I thought the yes would be the favorite. Um, total players with a reception. Now, Tampa had seven in the NFC Championship, and Kansas City had six in the AFC Championship. So they had 13. The over is 15.5 right now. Over, under, 15.5. The over is plus 135, and the under is minus 167. Well, Antonio Brown, I think, is doubtful for this game. I think under, but it's juiced pretty high to 167, yeah. so not really a whole lot of value there. But, I mean, thirteen combined 13 guys from that conference championship game, you need three more players to catch a ball in this game. I is think there, that's is there only high. two guys um, missing for the Chiefs this week because of COVID? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Kilgore and uh, Robinson? Yeah. So that takes away a weapon right there for the Chiefs. But, they, I mean, they get back Watkins. I guess. Yeah. But, I mean, basically just swap them all. Yeah. So, I don't know. I think that that's a little high for me. Um, so I didn't really go in any order, but the next one I have on here is the Super Bowl MVP. Right now, position-wise, quarterback is minus 305. That's pretty high. Mm-hmm. If you were to just bet Brady and Mahomes separately, Mahomes is plus 108 and Brady is plus 220. Why wouldn't you bet both of them individually rather than minus 305 for the quarterback? Yep. Much more value in betting both of them individually than betting just the quarterback as a position to win the MVP. Mm-hmm. So that was that was another one that I kind of thought was a little weird. Like, I mean, if either of these guys throw for over 250 and two touchdowns with like minimal mistakes, they're winning the MVP. Let's be real. Mm-hmm. I mean... Mahomes got it last year when Damian Williams had, what, 150 and two touchdowns? He should have got MVP last year. Mahomes got it. Who's going to get it this year if Mahomes goes off? Mahomes only had 286, two touchdowns and two picks. Right. That's And, like, if he he does the same this year, like, that 286 is going to go to Kelsey and Hill, but is it going to be enough to take it from Mahomes if they win the game? No. And if Brady wins it, I mean, how are you going to give it to anybody else? It's like Tom Brady. I mean, they spread the ball around too much. It's yeah. got to be Brady if the Bucks win. Unless, obviously, like, you know, like he just, if Godwin has a massive game or something and Brady has a couple interceptions or something, I could see possibility. Or maybe Ronald Jones goes Sneaky off on the Sneaky ones, JPP and uh, Shaq Barrett, too. I think they're I like on like 18, 18 to 1 and then 20 to 1. Tyron Matthew Devin and Devin White, White too. Yeah. Because yeah. I think the Honey Badger could disrupt some shit this week. I don't know, though. We'll see. Um, next one, but I want to, I got to get through, we got like two, yeah, I, was gonna say, is it yeah, I got that, I got that on here. Um, successful two point conversion. Yes. Is plus two thirty. No is minus three Oh five. I can see it happening. Like think about Andy Reed. Like it's yep. kind of like a riverboat Ron situation. Like they sc- say they score early and want to make a statement and go for two mm-hmm. and they get it right away. Mm-hmm. But cash right away. Plus two thirty. Bingo. A little bit of ice cream money on that. I mean, you never know. <laughs> This one's this one's a fun one to me. I, I I like a lot of value in this too. Either team to rough the passer. Yes is plus one thirty. Oh, yeah. Tom Brady is happen. playing in this game. He gets knocked over once. They're throwing the flag. Don't mess up his face. So I mean the yes. I mean plus one thirty. The nose minus one sixty two. I don't think there's any value in that number whatsoever. Um, I'll skip that one for now. Uh, color the liquid on the team that wins. I'll if, go first. If they hold on. I'll I'll do the odds first, and then you can give me your thoughts. Orange is plus one fifty. Red slash pink is plus three twenty five. Yellow, green, or lime is plus four ninety eight. Clear is plus six eighty. 
blue is plus 806, purple is plus 870, or no liquid plus 350? It's going to be red because two red teams, two red teams last year. The Chiefs beat the Bills. The Chiefs are going to win. That's too obvious. And Bruce Arians and Andy Reid are both going to be steaming. What was the color last year, Orange? Would you tell? No, it was blue. What did you tell me? You told me last year. I, I got it right last yeah. year. Yeah, we were okay. we were sitting we were sitting in our living room watching the game. Tyler looks at me. We're talking. I'm scrolling through the props just like throughout the whole game, and I'm just looking at like good value. I'm like, dude, what's the color of the Gatorade gonna be? Tyler looks at me, blue. So I'm like, all right, I'll throw some money. I was like five plus five fifty or something. Cash it. Let's go. Blue it's Gatorade. Be red. And they didn't show it right away. Like so, like they the Chiefs won the game. And, like, it went through, went to a commercial. Everyone's like, dude, what the hell? Twitter's blowing up. No one saw what the color of the Gatorade was. They come back from commercial, show the replay of it dumping on Andy Reid. It was blue. It was nasty. I was like, okay. That was big time. I want to put some pizza money on no liquid. Could happen. Confetti? I mean, your your logic on that well, with college, COVID and stuff. There's been a couple college games where they dumped, like, confetti. Wasn't it, like, french fries? Or was, there was, like, some Burgers. Food. There was literally some. Monster <laughs> or something. Tacos. But no, there wasn't there like some food dumped on a coach or whatever? Probably. Yeah. I mean with COVID. Yeah, fries. If, if because it was it was a bowl game. Yeah. Yeah. If you I think of what COVID is, it's a it, probably the potato ball. No, they didn't they didn't was it? Probably if it was I don't French think it fries. Was. No, it was I, I know what your I know what your logic is there, but I don't think it was. I know, yeah, I, I don't remember exactly. But with COVID and like protocols, like liquid, like no, would you want to dump that on somebody? Like, That's a good angle. I mean plus three fifty. It's not Throw a, a little favorite, bit of money, but it's yeah. it's confetti. It could be. All right. How many times will Patriots be said? Over two is minus one hundred six. Under two is minus one twelve. Over, over for sure. So you think the Patriots? The yep. name the Patriots will be said three times. Yep. Yes. They're gonna say about something about Belichick and Brady with the Patriots. Fair enough. A couple times. Yeah, I like it. Yeah. For sure. And then like, they Brady might... led the Patriots to the Super Bowl. Now they're buffing. They'll be sad. Yeah, they're gonna talk about everything. All right, here's another one, kind of along the same lines. Which will be said first, Tom Brady's 10th Super Bowl or Tom Brady's age 43? Super Bowl Minus 151 is the 10th Super Bowl, so big favorite, bigger favorite. Plus 124 is the underdog, age 43. 43 is coming right after they say Super Bowl. Yep. They're going to say yep. it's his 10th Super Bowl at the age of 43. So 10th Super Bowl will be said first. Yep. So that's the favorite. Well, Not a up. whole lot of minus one fifty one. At the age of forty three, Tom Brady's in his tenth <laughs> no, Super Bowl. It's no. gonna be one or the other. It's, it's gonna yeah. be like that. I think it's gonna be Super Bowl. Um, will the spread or total be referenced? Sports betting terms here. Now, previous Super Bowls, sports betting wasn't like a crazy thing. What network is it on? CBS. Nope. Yeah, well, Jim Nance doesn't do that. Nope. Tony. Maybe. Uh, Jim, I Shit. think the, I swear here. I had a Tony Romo one on here. There was one online somewhere. It said, "What will what will let me see if I can reference it." It said, "What will Tony Romo say first? It was like read, um, uh, like rush the passer. Like he had like a whole bunch of terms that he usually says. It was kind of it was kind of a cool prop if you want to bet on Tony yeah, Romo. Jim. <laughs> well, there should be a prop. Will Jim Nance say Tony? <laughs> All right. So the odds on that one will the spreader total be referenced? Yes, is plus one seventy two, and no is minus two oh eight. So your your thinking is that they're not going to talk about it. So like the no is juice pretty good. Mm-hmm. So you're on that side. You're on the favorite technically. Yep. I don't know with sports betting being such a big thing. Like it's possible at plus one seventy two, it might be worth throwing. Jim a doesn't around. do it though. No, I don't. They talked. So they talked about ex- or, uh, quite extensively on Vincent. Yeah, that's so. true. So, um, 
I'm going to go back to those two. I'll go back to the one I skipped before. This one's a long one, so bear with me. The Weeknd's first song at halftime. Blinding Lights is plus 140. Pray For Me is plus 280. Save Your Tears is plus 230. Can't Feel My Face is plus 300. Starboy is plus 300. I Feel It Coming is plus 900. Hawaii is plus 1,000. The Hills is plus 1,000. In Your Eyes is plus 1,200. Earned It is plus 1,600. Love Me Harder is plus 1,600. And Lost in the Fire is plus 2,000. Now, I'm not a huge fan of The Weeknd, but I do know his songs. I think Can't Feel My Face at plus 300 is a decent one to bet for his first song. I know it's not like the favorite. There's three other ones that are ahead of that, three or four other ones that are ahead, depending on the book that you're looking at, that have better odds than that one, or are more of a favorite, I guess. What are your thoughts, Tyler? I don't really know his music that much, besides like Can't Feel My Face and Blinding Lights. I like, Star but Boy. I think like it, it's going to be one of those songs that's not too popular right away, because usually sometimes at concerts, they like to like lead up to like the, the cool songs. I like, I'm not I sure which one. That's plus 900. That's 9 to 1. You throw a couple bucks on that, you never know, you get a pizza. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't Blinding Lights like one of the top songs right now, though? Yeah. That's going to be saved But that's, a, that's the thing, though. Is he going to play it first? No, he's saving that. It's baby. plus 140. Is that the one that's on all the commercials? Yeah. Yeah. That's plus 140. That's the favorite. So, I mean, if you're thinking that he's going to come out guns blazing right away, which that's a good, that's, that's I mean, he knows damn well because he's in the commercial, that that song is playing. Yep. So will he start with it? No. Good possibility. It's the favorite, but I could also see he him has a saving it. A few hits. Like, I mean, yeah, I, I'm not a big fan of him, but a yeah. lot of people like him, and he does have a lot. Like, if you, I'm reading through this, and I have heard of a lot of these songs, I'm just not a big fan. He spent $7 million to, to make that. sure like this is going to be a good show. Yeah. Like, it's not, it sorry, is. but it's not going to be a good show. You wasted your money. <laughs> Well, I mean, get out of here. And it's COVID. Like, yeah. it, it's not going to be the same. Right. Yeah. All right. What is the dancers on the stage with the mask? I don't know. Probably. Uh, there was, better. there was, I left them off my sheets, but there was a bunch of other props for like, what's he, like, what's he, how, color his hat is going to be, will, like his vest color, all that other shit and whatnot. So oh. I, I left it off. Those are, those are interesting ones. Adam Levine, a couple, was that two years ago? Or was that last year? Like two years ago, I think. He like they had one like will his shirt come off at any time? Sure, his freaking shirt came off. So it's like they have a lot of cool props. Like just scroll through your sports book, whatever you're betting on. The American Soil sports books can't offer a lot of them, but they do have some of the cooler exotics as well. All right, here's a fun one. Before we get to the very last prop, will Burger be said by Andy Reid in an interview? Yes, plus four ninety eight. No, minus seven ten. If they win, yes. That's what I was going to say. Mm-hmm. But, like, I mean, even, like, bef- yeah, you're right. Before the game, he's not going to be like, yeah, I had a burger before this. Like, he's going to say it only if they win. If they win, yeah. So, But 5-1, to one, I mean, he has said burger on live television before. He loves burgers. I thought that was a fun one. I had to throw that one in there. And then the very last one. Who will MVP, whoever wins the MVP, who will the MVP refer to first in the speech? Teammates plus one hundred, God slash religion plus two twenty five, USA plus seven hundred, winning city plus seven hundred, family plus nine hundred, coach slash coaches plus one hundred, or the owner plus two thousand. Mahomes said city last year first, which is kind of weird. I Not, thought it was going to no be teammates. No chance in hell they say USA. No, no. every I, famous I, write, athlete write that hates one out. Yeah, I was going to say write that one out. I think 
teammates is obviously the favorite at plus 100 and god slash religion is plus 225 i think those are rightly favorites i don't know i mean i Obviously, these are just fun for the Super Bowl for people to throw like a few dollars on each of these and see if what it, happens. If it's Brady, it's either going to be God or yeah. teammates. Yeah. I think teammates too, but I mean, it's not crazy good odds. I mean, a bet that I like that I'm throwing money on is will Cameron Brate score a touchdown plus 230? I'm throwing something I like it. On. Yeah, I didn't I didn't really do any like player props because like those those happen every yeah. game throughout the year. So I just did, I wanted to do some of the exotics and stuff. Cameron score so. a touchdown all day long. Um. I'm pretty sure that's all I got. I mean, I don't, I don't know if you guys had nah, any props or anything. I just kind of wrote down a lot of the main it. ones. I think so. the over under on sacks it's like five and a half in the game. I saw four and a half, but you, you I mean, I like depending the on the book, yeah. If you can find four and a half, if you like the over, I like that. the over, especially with that uh, Kansas City offensive line either banged up or missing. So, all right. So now that we we're we're out of the way of the Super Bowl, we're kind of going a little long, but we do have some other stuff to touch on. Let's uh, you want to do a little college basketball quick? Yeah, touch on your touch on your that. Dukies. I mean, basically, it's it's been a slow season. A lot of games are still being postponed. Drake finally lost their first game ATS. They won the game, but they lost ATS. So they're now, I believe, they were fifteen and one. They did cover the night after that, so they're sixteen and one now. Um, what else we got? Gonzaga. They still look really good. Baylor, I mean, they're still good. Before we before we hop back in, we'll, we'll, we're going to send our guest on his way. Okay. Because we brought him on for the football portion, and then we're going to finish the pod. So thank you to our guest, Tyler. For Goodbye. Thanks, guys. Thank <laughs> you. Hopefully I'll be back. Hopefully yeah. they accept me. <laughs> we wanted to bring him on for the Super Bowl pod, give his thoughts and ideas. He's, he's a football guy. We'll talk ba- about your performance. In he's private. a basketball guy, too. Yeah, we'll bring him on for March Madness good. stuff. So. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, Tyler. So, all right, Bryce, you want to hop into your dookies? Sure, I'll talk about them for a little bit. You're uh, fired. <laughs> so, Get um, out of here. Right when I was starting to come around on the boys, they lose a disappointing one. They just kicked the shit out of Clemson, which Clemson's been a solid team all year, and they beat them by like 32 or something at home. And then... They come and lose to Miami, who Another is one. two and nine in the conference before that, and they only had like nine active guys on their roster that could play, and it was disappointing. It was the first time I've actually seen Coach K call out his team. <laughs> They're he very inconsistent. He yeah. called them soft, and I was like, yes, they are very soft. I don't know. This year, I just don't agree with some of the things he's doing. Like, he doesn't have a true big guy that he wants to play, and. They brought in that Mark Williams guy the past couple of games, and he's been solid. I know he's like a stick, but he's a big body that's covering yeah. the lane, and he needs to play him more. He needs to be a starter. Guards are inconsistent. Team's just inconsistent right now. I don't know. I don't. I don't see him making the tournament, but you no. know, they might surprise me. I don't know. I mean, the thing is, they play in such a big conference. If they go on a run in the turn in their conference tournament, they'll probably make the big ter- dance. It just depends if they have a conference tournament because I know a true. lot of conferences have already canceled them and they said we're not. That doing is true. Them. Vegas is getting quite a bit out there. Yeah, I know Duke and Gonzaga are actually scheduled to play next year out in Vegas. Hmm. Can't wait for that. That'll be an interesting one. Yeah, I wish it was. Well, no, because Duke's, Duke's down. I was gonna say Duke's down this year. We want we want Duke and Gonzaga at like their peaks to when see. They I were mean, like, like when it was Rui and yeah. Brandon Clark against Zion, Cam, and RJ. Oh, that was a, that awesome was a battle. Game. Awesome. Is that Maui? Yeah, Maui. You know freaking Bill Walton was there high <laughs> as hell. Dude, 
I watched him the other night. Side note, I watched him. Oh my god, the guy doesn't talk a lick of basketball. Nah. He literally sits there and shoves cupcakes in his mouth and talks about random shit about how he walks down the beach and stuff. Like, I know the guy. Da- god, I mean the guy's intelligent. I love, about, I love about the guy. basketball. Yeah. He knows his shit. He just doesn't talk about it. it. No, I love Michael. B. <laughs> That's twice in the same episode. Uh, but yeah, I. I don't know. Like I said, I was talking to Josh. We're going to do a shirt again today. I I just had to point that out. Every day. And the sweatpants. Um, But anyways, we need a Baylor-Gonzaga game in the tournament. Mm -hmm. Bad. Because those are the top two-tier teams. And no one's been able to touch them. They're not going to... It doesn't look like they're going to reschedule that game that was postponed earlier in the year. So we need them to either... I hope they don't line them up on the same side of the bracket, like region-wise. But at the same time, it would get them to almost guaranteed to play because i don't see either of them losing before the final four mm-hmm. like if it were to happen i don't see either of them losing if they're on the opposite side of the bracket gonzaga and baylor should be in the final absolutely i mean this is one year that i can confidently say that i think those are far and away the best two teams in college basketball like other years you're kind of like eh, once they get to the final four you know someone could beat them like i don't think gonzaga or baylor is gonna get beat by anybody i mean <laughs> I don't know. I mean, I guess maybe an Iowa team, if Garza's playing dominant and they hit some shots, maybe, but they don't play like great defense. Mm. Texas is super athletic. West Virginia doesn't have enough. Michigan, they just lost. I don't think they have enough. A team that plays. I just don't see a anyone. A team that has enough, but they don't play consistent enough that I really love is Illinois. Yeah, I can, I can see that because they do have, they have good guard play. And they have good big guard. And Kofi Coburn is a t- dog like that dude is massive they just need to play defense <laughs> yeah. they're they're like iowa they, they can score the ball but can they stop the ball yeah. not enough the somnu he got into fall trouble the other night and he was very off that was a weird game like i was if you followed me on my i, I don't i think i was talking more on my peninsula exclusive twitter i don't think i was on my actual jbc one but i was complaining like i i don't like to complain about the refs like it's it's unbecoming really like you don't want to bitch about the refs it's stupid but i watched three big 10 games that night absolutely disgusting refing like the refing in the big 10 was horrible that that iowa michigan state game was really just bad. anytime garza went up with the ball right they're calling a fault he shot a 14 footer like a shot and the guy literally just put his hand up and garza's left hand came down on the dude's hand and they called a foul on the other dude and gave him a th- like he made the shot and then he got a, th- a free throw three-point play like Every time the guy has the ball, he gets a, the call. And then too many charges called. Right, and then Desamnu in from Illinois, he's a top, probably for sure ten player in the country. Mm-hmm. How come he's not getting the same treatment? They fouled him out when he was driving to the basket, and the Indiana player was moving sideways at the same time. You cannot foul a guy out in that situation. No, Three they, minutes left in the game. It's just we see it week in and week out. A guy falls over. Yeah. It's an automatic charge. Guys can't so drive. No. It's literally the real pandemic right now. The guys, yeah. guys are not allowed to like. I mean, they are allowed to drive to the basket, but if they drive to the basket, you almost have to like stop and examine where all the defenders are going to come from because they can literally slide underneath and the ref's going to call a charge the no matter time, what. The only time I see never like the only time you won't see a charge is if he's in the circle. That's the only time it's I see. So bad. It's but, it's annoying. All right, we'll stay away from yeah. that for now. But uh, <laughs> let's see if it improves. Yeah. Let's move to a little baseball talk real quick. We got uh, yeah. my favorite player, Nolan Arenado. Coming rivals. from yeah, you guys are both Duke or Duke uh, Chicago Cubs fans. How bad of a deal was that for the Rockies, though? Pretty bad. Giving up Arenado plus fifty million for who? Bad for who? I, I, 
I'm not I'm not mad for Arenado's like like personal gain for like having a chance at like winning. Oh, Colorado was going nowhere. No. But at the same time, stat wise, I think his homer I this is my thing though. Like Arenado's a natural hitter. So like the elevation in Colorado, which like contributes to a lot more home runs, yeah, it's probably gonna decrease a little bit in St. Louis with the Cardinals, but at the same time, Arenado's a great baseball player. One I don't of the think best it's hitters in the league. Yeah, right I don't too. I don't really think it's gonna decrease as much as people think. Yeah. I think he's still gonna bat really well. He was down last year, but let's be honest, they had a weird ass baseball season. season. Yeah, like the year before that he had career numbers. He batted like three twenty five with like fifty homers or whatever the hell it was. Like he absolutely raked. So I mean coming back this year, not I don't think it's gonna be a full season, but it's gonna be a more normal season than last year. I think he's going to be right back to that form from 2019. I think so, too. That's a great trade for the I, Cardinals. Cardinals got a hell of a player. The Cardinals were, G and him, <laughs> of a they were championship yeah, contenders a couple years ago in the yeah. playoffs. And now and they have decent, in, decent pitching. Yeah, Not great. Flaherty's good. Yeah. They got to improve a little more with the starting rotation. But it's they like, got great closers. You got Jordan Hicks who can throw 105 miles they have an hour. Mar- if they Martinez. leave Martinez in the bullpen instead yeah. of freaking starting the guy, they'd yeah. be okay. They br- they like to start him sometimes and he chokes. Yeah. It's like, here, take one of the best players in baseball and we'll give you $50 million <laughs> so you can pay him to stay with you. Yeah. It's yeah. like, you just hand him a cupcake on a tray so Bill Walton can eat it. Like, yeah. what, what the hell are we doing here? Our, what do you think about the Cubs? Lately? Cubs, our Cubs has got a good player in Jock Peterson. Only a one year deal. I, hate I like him, I like him over Trevor easily. Yeah, yeah, more consistent. And then we got Trevor Williams, who's not a bad pitcher. He but needs to be a little more they consistent. Need more, but they yeah. need, we need to get another starting pitcher before the season starts. Yeah, because him and um, the guy from the Padres there, he was our ex Brewer there. Zach Davies, yeah. got him too. Like, that's oh, he not did. Gonna, yeah. He was part of that trade with um, who the hell did he say? Darvish. Darvish. Yeah. Okay. But they need more starting pitching. I like they got enough batters. They they do, but the pitching not good. Davies uh, is one of the better pitchers on the Padres last yeah, year. He was better than he was in Milwaukee. Yeah. But I don't know. They need more more in the bullpen too because their bullpen sucks balls too. Yeah. I mean, I knew I knew you, you like Darvish, but Darvish. That was his best season last year. He was by coming far. around. Yeah. The year before that, he started off rough at the start, but then towards the end of the season, he was yeah. really coming on. Last year, he was I've never on. liked him. <laughs> he was always he was always up and down. Overpaid for him, yes. Yeah, but he was starting to come around for me, but they want to rebuild. Rebuild yeah. modes on. I mean yeah, that yeah. that that could be a fun division. Oh yeah, mm-hmm. them the Reds. The Reds. Oh, I'm trying to think who the Reds just got. Somebody good too. Oh, I'd have to think on it, but I don't remember. then the Brewers. They just got Colton Wong. Um, and then yeah, the Pirates are gonna. Why they have Keston Hero? They'll probably start him somewhere else. Uh, maybe shortstop. No, Colton Wong's not bad. Orlando Arcia's is just eh. Yeah. All right. I'm trying to think of the guy quick. When, Hold on. When's baseball start? Um, did that uh proposal pass through? Do you know? Hundred fifty four game season I starting a month later. No, yeah, I did they see denied that. It. Yeah, they denied it. They denied it. They don't want to. They don't want to lose any more money. Such stupid shit. I don't know. It's I think there was some like uh, something to do with players' pay in that proposal too. Did you? I don't remember. Did you have something you were gonna finish with on baseball before? I was gonna try to find who the Reds got because I know they just got a good player not too long ago. But I, I'm yeah, I'm not I'm sure. I'm but we're we're running pretty yeah. late, so we're gonna hop in. We're gonna finish with hockey real quick. Um, Let's hear it. Right now. 
the division leaders, the Lightning, finally played a few more games because they were out for a few games. Not not them, but the teams they were playing had COVID and stuff and were postponing games. So they finally uh, played some games because I know they were like fifth or sixth in their division. They are now 6-1 and one with an overtime loss. So 6-1-1 one, one through eight games, 13 points leading the Central. The Bruins, which I thought they were going to kind of be down because Pasternak started hurt this year. He came back a lot sooner than I thought, and they're now 7-1-2 and two with 16 points, along with the Flyers, who are 7-2-2 two and two with 16 points, but they also have played one more game, so technically the Bruins are on top of that division right now. Uh, the West Division, Avalanche started slow. They're starting to play a little better. They are 7-3-1 and one with 15 points, playing 11 games. The Blues are 7-2-1 and one in 10 games with 15 points, so those two are right there. Coming in third, we're going to mention it. Um, I didn't mention any, any other divisions yet, but the Wild. Third place in that division right now. They're in the playoffs currently. Six yeah. six and five, no overtime losses. So, I mean, not a great record. They played 11 games, but, hey, six wins is six wins. Played the Avalanche a lot. Too. Yeah, and the Avs are good. I mean, they started slow. McKinnon's actually out right now for, like, multiple weeks, they said. Lower body. Lower that's how the NHL says it. They don't tell you what the hell the injury is. They just say lower or upper body injury. <laughs> but he has a lower body injury right now, so we'll see when he's back. And then the North Division, my darlings this year, I mentioned them at the beginning of the year, the Canadians, 7-1-2 and two in 10 games. They have 16 wow. points, leading the NHL in points currently. Well, tied with a couple other teams, Bruins and uh, Flyers. But then the Maple Leafs are 7-2-1 and one with 15 points, one point behind, same amount of games played. So. Getting frisky. Um, I mentioned the period totals, like first, second, and third period overs. First period started very slow. It's now 72 and 70, so it's kind of made a little comeback. Still not great because a lot of the time you're paying a premium for these overs, so unders are actually the way to go. Currently, the best first period teams for the over are the Senators at 8 and 2 and the Islanders at 7 and 2. Everyone else is pretty much right around 500 or less so i mean those are really the only teams that are profiting if you're betting the first period overs worst first period team so if you're betting the unders on these teams these teams are one and eight and one and six and that is the bruins and the stars so if you're betting first period unders you're eight and one with the bruins and six and one with the stars betting the unders and usually you get a plus price with that so that's really really good second period it is 86 and 55, still staying hot. Second period overs, crazy hot right now. Uh, the best second period teams, Senators and Capitals are both 9 and 1. Kings are 8 and 1. And the only real, real bad team to the second period is the Ducks. They're 3 and 8 right now to the second, second period total. So if you're betting the under on the Ducks in the second period, any of their games, they're 8 and 3 total. So not terrible. I mean, you just got to figure out which teams you want to bet where. I mean, obviously, the second period totals have been way better for the over. Like, you want to bet the over. But if you're betting the Ducks under, you're profiting, even though the second period totals are going over. And then the third period, 90 and 52. Just absolutely killing it in the third period. Over 63%, almost 64%. Right now... There's a lot of teams that are still... There's no unbeaten teams to the third period over. That finally ended. The Flyers are 10-1, and one and the Predators are 8-1. and one. Those are the two with one loss in the third period to the over. Blackhawks, Avalanche, Canadians, Leafs, and Blues 
all have two losses, 10 and two, nine and two. And then the Canadians, Leafs and Blues are all eight and two to the third period over. So if you're betting all those teams, every time they play to the third period over, you're winning a shitload of money. The worst teams to the third period, which is weird that there's even two of these teams that exist because the third period over has been crazy this year. The Rangers and Islanders are both two and seven. So if you're betting the unders with those two teams in the third period, bet the New York teams under. <laughs> seven and two to the under in the third period, Rangers and Islanders. I mean, whether or not that keeps going, I imagine that some of these hot teams are going to regress a little bit and those two teams may start to go over. So you kind of got to watch and see where the trajectory goes and watch some of these games and see how these teams play hockey and what the score's like going into the third period. Usually though, my logic with the third period, a lot of people like to bet the first period overs because they like to get out hot. They think teams like to get up early and get up quick. Like the Lightning were up 4-1, four, four I think, in the first period the other day against the Wings. It's like, I mean, teams want to get up early. My thoughts are, third period, if a team is down one and that one goal or there's a goal scored throughout the third period and it's a one-goal game, teams are going to pull the goalie. You have a potential for an empty netter, just a free goal to go over your third period. Third period's big time. Question for you. So I was just looking at the standings. <clears throat> Are you betting against Ottawa and Detroit almost every night that they play? I haven't bet against Detroit because Detroit kind of started hot, but I think I might have to start. I thought the Senators They're were actually going to... seven. I know. Yeah. They played good, though, in a couple of their losses. Like if you They're not as bad as last year. No, 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 no. Even even like, they're just like embarrassed by how bad Ottawa is and how bad yeah. they're losing by every night. Which is weird because from the start of the year, there was a couple hockey experts that actually thought Ottawa was going to be better than people thought. Like They thought that you know, like a team like the Kings, who was like very young still, like has a lot of potential coming up in the future, but they're young right now. They thought the Kings were going to be one of the worst teams in the league. They didn't think Ottawa was going to be as bad as they were last year. Wrong. They're literally terrible. I bet against them every game, every night. I, The Canadians play them tonight, who are leading the North Division. I'm on the Canadians. FYI, I'm on the Canadians minus one and a half tonight. So I have them on the puck line. The Canadians are going to roll through them tonight. So Senators are just bad. They're playing bad hockey. Their goalie is terrible. I think his name's Hogberg or Hogberg. I Frick, you say it, but it doesn't <laughs> even matter. The, the Ottawa Senators are just a bad hockey team right now. They just don't look good at all. So, I mean, that's a fade team. Obviously, the price is going to be high on the other side. The Wings last year, in their peak time of when they were terrible, the big favorites were minus $4, minus $5. That's a crazy price. You don't find a whole lot of value betting no. on those numbers. If you want to bet puck lines, you're going to get closer to that minus $2 range, which is still crazy for a puck line. But currently, the Senators are still kind of low-priced when teams are playing against them. Canadians are leading the league right now, like points. They they only played 10 games, and they're leading the league in points. So they have one less game played than the Bruins, and they have the same amount of points. So technically, if you're just going off like games played, Montreal is the best team in hockey currently, and they're literally only minus 240, I believe, tonight on the money line. Puck line is, I think, minus 114 if you take them by one and a half. So still a great price against the Senators. Senators are terrible this year. So I do hear where you're coming from, though. I like that. Mm -hmm. you got to find your angles to bet against these teams. It's, I said this when we first started talking about hockey a few weeks ago. It's a weird year because teams are playing each other back-to-back -back nights. And they're only playing their division. Oh. Puck line minus one and a half is minus 126 for Canadians. 
I got it at minus 114, so that's already rose a little bit. Um, I'm good. Uh, I mean, anything under minus 130 to me is still good value. Like, you still have yeah. – I mean, it's not it's not technically positive EV, according yeah. to professional sports bettors, but you can still make money betting minus 130 and below. Like, there's still – Knowing how bad Ottawa is, right. I think minus 126 isn't that bad. Yeah. I mean, and even if Montreal is only up one late – Ottawa's going to pull their goalie. Chances are they're not going to be able to hang on to the puck, and Montreal's going to put an empty netter in. Like, Montreal's been dominant. Like, they lost, I think, they had two overtime losses, I believe, which equate to two points. They finally lost their first game three days ago, four days ago, to uh, Vancouver. And Vancouver's pretty good. And the, like I said, these teams, they literally play each other back-to-back-to-back nights sometimes. Like, the Canadian division, the North division, they play each other nine times because there's only seven teams i believe compared to the eight teams in the other three divisions they know each other really well so i mean a lot of the time you want to bet if you if a team wins the first night and then they play again the next night it's actually really profitable to bet the team that lost the first night the second night depending on the situation obviously i mean Montreal's a different situation. Boston's a different situation. Tampa's a different situation. And then, obviously, the bad teams betting on them the second night after they lost isn't really a good situation either. So, there's a lot to do with hockey. I mean, it's it's where I put my, I'd say my most, I, I don't want to say most work because, like, I, I, I do my research on all my sports, but hockey is my most profitable sport. It was last year. It's looking like it's going to shape up to be this year. I find a lot of different angles to bet on with the first, second, third period totals. And, I mean, you can you can make money betting parlays in, in hockey. Obviously, it's not always a guarantee, but with the big prices, you put a couple of those big favorites together, it can make you money. Like, you get mm-hmm. near that minus 110 range with two, two, 250 favorites or whatever you want to call it, so... Bryce, you've been, you've, been, you've been into hockey a little I've bit recently. I've been watching actually a lot lately. I... Been noticing my wild have been playing better than I thought they would this mm-hmm. year. Wait, you're a wild fan? Yes. <laughs> he has a wild jersey. You don't remember? You, I don't remember. You never seen it? No. no. Well, we, me and Cody actually went to a wild game last year. Did we see him play the Abs? Yeah. Yeah, because my favorite player. I mean, it's this is like saying your favorite player is Patrick Mahomes, but my favorite player in hockey is Nathan McKinnon. Like, he's fun to watch. I like watching him. Like, he's a top five player in the NHL, probably top three. Him, McDavid, and. I don't know, probably Nikita Kucherov for the Lightning, but McKinnon's my favorite player. So me and Cody had to go watch a little uh, Avalanche Wild game last year. And then my family and I, I bought them all tickets. We were on our way to the Vegas Golden Knights and Minnesota Wild game in Minnesota. And the very, that day is when everything shut down for sports with COVID last year. (laughs) Absolutely. We got to Minnesota about a six and a half hour drive, just pissed. But I mean, we kind of knew it was coming because the NBA shut down that night before. So we were just kind of crossing our fingers that maybe they would play that day. Nope. Didn't happen. So we've, we've uh, seen our fair share of wild games, I guess. And we're probably going to go to more once, once everything opens back up. Guaranteed. Fun yeah. games. Hockey Red, games against Red Wings, please. Oh, is that? I've never been there. Is the stadium awesome? The lot, Minnesota? Oh, yeah. yeah. Very nice. Very nice. Tall, tall beers and just oh, like kick back and watch. Them Every time you get a beer, you get a new cup. So, I mean, I'm going to keep them all. <laughs> they're, they're super. They're up in my cupboard right now. So, oh, 
see all the chicks skating on the ice too. <laughs> the <laughs> shovel girls. <laughs> shovel oh. girls. Yep. Are they dressed up nice? Uh, not Minnesota's, but I've seen some of the other teams that have some interesting ones. So we'll settle down. We got a, a couple got a, cuties out there. We've guys. gone a little late. We're uh, we're getting off the rails here talking about. Sorry. Uh, I had to. I know. I know. But uh, anything else, fellas? We we went a little long today, but we had the Super Bowl props. We didn't have a podcast last week, so we had to cover the conference championship review. And then I had to go over my hockey first period, second period, third period totals, and all the updates to do with hockey. So it's good. It's good to be back. Yeah, we good. we uh, gave you guys a little extra this week. A little, a little dessert on the side. A little sprinkles. So, Cody, anything? Time to go shovel. Cody, yeah, honestly, we got a shitload <laughs> of snow right now. Oh, not supposed to stop till like one a.m. God bless me. And it's almost five p.m. right now. Yep. So nice. we got a lot of snow. We got about eight hours left. Full shift of snow coming. Not good. So Bryce, any closing thoughts? Nothing. Yeah, follow us on our Twitters. I'm at Bryce Kelly seventy seven. And I'm the J and JBC Sports. I'm at JBC Sports underscore Cody. Yep. We uh been pretty active on there. So we did put a new YouTube video up. Yep. Uh, just a few days ago. We have a few that we recorded as well that should be up. We're gonna all like we're not gonna put them all out at the same time, but yeah, they'll be out here and there. We don't know yet. Still trying to get retail and not off the secondary market, but it's tough. Very tough. Yeah, we'll talk about that when we uh, have a little less to talk about on pod, on a pod one day. So, as always, thank you guys for listening and tune in next week. We should be back to our normal schedule. So, thank you guys. Goodbye.